0: where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word.
1: When my children were young, my daughter, the cautious one, always thought before doing things. My son, however, was more impetuous and curious, always trying different ways of doing things. One Wednesday night, as they waited at the car for their grandparents to finish talking with friends, my son decided to try to unlock the SUV doors with a stick. His sister, knowing it would not work, warned him that it wasn't a good idea. As you can guess, the stick broke off in the lock, so he tried it on the other side of the car. Once again, you would think he would realize how futile and foolish it was. His sister warned him again, but he ignored her and broke the stick off in the other lock. Of course, when his grandparents finally came over, he was in a lot of trouble. But his sister wasn't. She had warned him. The thing is, if she hadn't warned him, it would have been her fault too. As it was, she was not held accountable because she had done her job as her brother's keeper. Ezekiel had a similar job. God told him in Ezekiel 3.17, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Watchmen stood guard on the wall of a city. If danger came near, they were supposed to sound an alarm, blow a horn, ring a bell, sound a gong, something loud and noisy to get people's attention so they could prepare a defense. If they didn't do their job, the city would be caught off guard, and probably fall to the enemy, and the watchman with them. With that in mind, the rest of this passage makes sense. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth, and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, You shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life. That same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have saved your soul. Wow, just think about how that applies to us. If we don't warn unbelievers of their eternal destiny in hell, they will die, and it will be our fault. That's a mind-blowing concept. If we love someone and see him headed for a cliff, if we don't stop and warn him before he falls off, we don't really love him, do we? In fact, even if it was a total stranger headed toward a cliff, we wouldn't just watch him fall off. We'd warn him, right? If we didn't, we would feel like it was our fault if he died. How much would we have to hate someone not to warn them? Yet we come in contact with people every day who are headed to hell, and we say nothing. Of course, if we warn someone and they recklessly continue on the same path, we've done our job, and it isn't our fault. But the closer they come to that cliff, wouldn't you think the more insistent we would be? We wouldn't just let them walk off the cliff, would we? Not if we loved them. We would do everything we could to keep them from falling off the cliff, But if we made a list of those that we know who aren't saved, could we really say we've done everything we could, said everything we could to them? Have we taken every opportunity to warn them? Do we truly love them? You can contact us
0: at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to share a treasure God has given you by doing an episode, please contact us. You can listen to other episodes on our website, which you'll find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.